That's right. You've made it to the end of the dial. Here, we only talk about things in the scene. Where? The custom scene. So sit back, folks. Get ready. And I'm going to tell you right now, we apologize for all the crap you're about to hear. That's right, folks. You've made it to the custom scene here with Glenn, Rochelle, and Dizzy giving you the lowdown on what's going on with our scene and everyone's cool killer rides in it. But first, we want to thank our title sponsors, Asphalt Army, Battling Bama, Hammered Weekend Wear, Laying Frame Candles, and The Sparks Show in 2022. We just want to thank everyone for listening and you guys get ready for the craziness for this episode. Thank you. All right, folks, we tried to link up with Dizzy. I think he's got something going on, but we wanted to drop this for you guys to have something to listen to while you're heading to Bama. Uh, Craig's got all his information for you. Um, I'm going to be on the road. Me and Matt are about to hit the road now. I'm dying. I'm one leg gimp, and I don't know what the hell it is, but we're going to hit the road. Um, you guys heading out there, everybody be careful, but I've got um, Craig coming on, and Craig's going to basically explain to y'all all the issues and everything that he's got going on with Bama, and then on the end, I've got the re-recorded episode of him that we had on, just to, like I said, just to kind of keep you guys up while you're driving, everybody be safe, we're going to do our thing, uh, it's about 10.30 Thursday night. So we hauling ass. I got to be there in the morning. I got to get my swag. So again, y'all be good. And I appreciate everybody listening and everybody be safe. And we will see you bitches at Bama. I do answer my phone, man. Cap. Oh, <laughs> I do oh answer my, my phone. Gosh. I call you sometimes and you don't even answer. You let it ring. I do answer my phone. What's up, Becca? Hope you're ready. All right, here we go. Okay, so got a good bit to cover tonight. Just want to make sure that we're very transparent. We're very clear on what's going on. So vendor roll-in is from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Thursday. Uh, you'll stop at the front gate and Roz or somebody up front will direct you to what, uh, to where to go. And then I'll see you and then, uh, we'll place you. Um, you know, we're going to get hit in all directions when it comes to vendor roll in, just be patient. We're going to stage you and then we'll bring you in and show you your spot. So just have a little patience with us and, um, we'll move forward and get it done. Um, but it's, it's extremely busy when you're setting vendors cause you know, big trailers, whatnot. So just have a little patience and, uh, We'll roll with it. Other than that, um, the next thing we have is media. So I need all media people, and please share this video up. I need all media people to get in contact with me tonight. Text me. Uh, cell number is 636-208-4141. Please, if you're in media, 
you need to text me tonight. I need to get some information from you so I can have your pack ready for you. Um, I have a couple, but I need everybody. doesn't matter if I talk to you or not. Please text me tonight um, so I can get your pack set up and done. Um, we'll move right into uh, rolling for the show. So rolling for show vehicles is from 8 to 5 on Friday um, and 8 to 5 on Saturday. We're not judging any vehicles on Sunday. So we'll be judging at 8 a.m. Friday morning until 4 and on Saturday from 8 a.m. until 4. Um, so again, roll in for show vehicles will start at 8 a.m. And we're shutting the park down at 5 o'clock. And then the pre-party kicks off at 6 o'clock. Okay. So again, roll in for show vehicles only. Is from 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday, 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday. Okay? Um, we're judging from 8 a.m. to 4 on Friday and from 8 a.m. to 4 on Saturday. No judging vehicles on Sunday. Pre-party starts at 6 p.m. on Friday, and that you must have an orange armband. That means that you are the first 300 to get in. Okay. V What's up? You want to tell the vendor vehicles and how to make yeah. sure have them ready for judgment. Yes. Vendor vehicles, any vehicles that are in vendor areas, you'll be judged on site, standing still. You need to have your vehicles ready to go. They're not going to chase you around, which you shouldn't be moving around anyway. Um, so, but they will judge you in place. Okay. Um, and please have your vehicle open. We judge everything from top to bottom, front to back. And that goes for everybody. Um, so VIP row, C10 row, OBS, big tire. You guys can be staged on Thursday. We're going to stage you if you feel like you want to bring the vehicle in. Stage it there. We're not going to place you. We're going to stage you. So you'll be staged in the spots, but we're going to move them around uh, more than likely Friday morning. And Braden Jones is in charge of that, and he'll uh, he'll get you taken care of. Uh, so again, VIP rows, C10 row, OBS, and Big Tire, you can stage on Thursday. It means you can bring them in, you can stage them. No show vehicles, no general show vehicles. These are just if you were invited to the row, Okay. Trailer parking is, at, is as you enter the park. It's going to be on the right-hand side. I've got two guys that's going to be out there directing and helping to make sure that we get them tight in there and we're not blocking everybody. So trailer parking is as you come in. It's on the right-hand side. You'll have a sign and you'll have two attendants out there helping you guys out. Uh, Pre-party. So the pre-party starts at 6 we have La Cajita going to be doing the tacos on the battleship. They did it last year. As many of you know, their sauce is fire. <laughs> um, but we also have a photo booth on deck, too. So we'll be able to take photos. Um, it'll have a border around it, and it's going to be great. So I highly encourage you guys to uh, get your photos taken. Uh, she'll have props and everything out there for y'all. But uh, we wanted to add that this year to add a little fun to it. We did it at Stacy's wedding and it was a blast. So 
We had Stacy's wedding. Was that? Was it Sterling? only Stacy? No, Stacy and Sterling. <laughs> okay. Stacy runs the show, so okay. we know we know who, we know what's up. I just didn't know. Okay. Um, golf carts. Golf carts will be taken in at the gate as well. We've had so many calls on it. Uh, if you have a golf cart, just roll up to the gate. Let them know you got a golf cart. They have to be insured, so you have to register them. We're going to go ahead and do that at the gate. Um, it's $60 to register them, and you'll get a sticker uh, to post on that cart. So if you don't have a windshield on that cart, it's going to be uh, – we're going to have to put it on the body of the cart, but it has to be visible. Uh, people do check, okay, and especially the ship. So um, let's make sure that that gets taken care of. Um, we're not renting we're not renting golf carts and scooters. We have had some calls about renting. We do not rent golf carts and we do not rent scooters, uh, unfortunately. So um, let's talk about Saturday night. Saturday night, we have a cruise night that we've set up at the Spanish Fork Container Park. It's actually really close to the hotel, the host hotel. Um, and uh, there's food there. There's going to be a drive-in movie. Um, and you guys go out there. It's from 6 till. It's going to be a blast. Everybody's going to come out. So uh, I highly encourage that. And like I said, if you go to the container park, where you park at, there's restaurants and food and drinks and they're serving, you know, they do serve alcohol up there. They have a live band if you guys want to hang out up there. So again, uh, that'll be a good little uh, added that we did this year also. So um, let's talk about transfers and refunds. There's no transfers and there's no refunds. We're done. That's it. All sales final. We're not transferring anybody, and we're not refunding anybody. If you can't make it, I'm sorry, um, but and that's just the way it is. Vehicles. And we can't update vehicles. We're locked. We're loaded. We're ready to go. The show, the show rolls now. So, and we are super busy. Um, let's talk about registration packs. If anybody has not received their registration, they need to contact us immediately. Okay, don't wait. It'd be best to email me. Uh, email Roslyn. C. Rowley at, at battleandbama.net. C R O W L E Y. C R O W L E Y. At, at battleandbama, B A T T L E I N B A M A dot net. All right. Well, I hope everybody got that. But that's where we're at. So please, if you have not received them, you need to get with her immediately so we can get that handled and get that taken care of. We've had, we've had about a handful that have not received them and they're taken care of. But again, if you haven't, and again, I'm asking everybody to share this up. So, because um, if the packet's not available at the gate, they won't be able to get in. Yeah, if you don't have your packet at the gate, you will not be able to get in. So we need to get this handled ASAP. So we won't have um, access. There. there is no registration at the gate. We're not taking any registration at the gate. The only thing that we're taking at the gate is going to be golf carts. Um, yes, Rosalind is in charge. Um, so again, there's no registration at the gate. All they're all we're doing at the gate is golf carts, and they're sixty dollars. You have to get a, a insurance tag on it, and um, it's a done deal. So we're gonna roll through this again. Can we? What's that? A saber. Can you announce that? Announce what? Not what she told me. I don't see what she's told you. Read, honey. Read it. What does it look like? It's also can you live? The blankets at the RA tent? If people want to donate blankets who are not going to the okay. free party can donate at Relaxed okay. Atmospheres tent. Anybody that's bringing blankets that wants to donate 
to the cause. Uh, they're actually accepting them as well. If you're not if you're not going on to the tacos on a battleship party, they're taking them at the relaxed atmosphere tent as well. So. But if you're coming to the party, you'll want to bring them so you can get your tickets. You might want to go over the ticket thing again too, since we had that. Yeah. So blankets. So we've had a lot of people call in and let us know how many blankets they're bringing. Um, for the extra tickets on the battleship party, you have a limit of five. Okay. So five tickets. Um, and this is for a cause guys. This is, this is, you know, this is for a cause. It isn't about, you know, to some it's about winning prizes, but the bottom line is this is for the cause. This is why we do it. Um, so again, please know that it's going to be a max of five tickets each. Um, and I want to roll through this one more time and you guys can share it up. Um, let's see, here we go. Okay. Vendor roll in 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. on Thursday. Go to the front gate and they'll direct you to me and then we'll get you guys placed, okay? Uh, media, I need all media to text me tonight uh, or at the latest tomorrow is fine, but I want to get your pack ready so when you roll up in the gate, they're going to have you ready. Just let them know who you are and your credentials and they're going to give you your pack and you're ready to go in. Uh, roll in for the show vehicles. Roll in for show vehicles. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Friday. 8 a.m. to 5 p.m. on Saturday, and judging starts on Friday from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Friday, and from 8 a.m. to 4 p.m. on Saturday. Um, VIP row, C10 row, OBS, Big Tire, you guys can all stage your vehicles in the areas on Thursday, okay? And we'll direct you to where to go. But you're more than welcome to stage those vehicles on Thursday. We're not bringing any show vehicles in on on Thursday. Just staging the, the VIP row, C10 row, OBS, and Big Tire. Um, <clears throat> oh yeah, club parking. Guys, it's it's first come first serve. If, you're, if your club is uh, wanting a spot or getting a spot, you need to send somebody out early to get your spot roped off. Um, canopy and tents are allowed. There are some, um, you just need, like I said, you need to come rope your area off and get that taken care of. Um, as far as um, trailer parking, as you come in to the park, it's going to be on your right-hand side. There'll be two guys there, and they're going to help you guys get it organized and get it straight, okay? Um, the cruise night Saturday night starts from 6 until. Uh, there's food at the Spanish Fort Container Park. There's out, you know, there's drinks, whatnot, uh, but also there's going to be a drive-in movie there too that we're setting up. So uh, there's a photo booth on the taco party. So we highly encourage you guys get your photos. <clears throat> Golf carts will be taken at the gate. We're not doing any transfers or refunds. So again, no transfers, no refunds. I love these. Um, registration packs. If you have not received your registration pack yet. You need to get with us. Please email Rosalind at crally at battleinbama.net. Okay. And last but not least, the awards. The awards will be from between 12 and 3 o'clock on Sunday. Um, that's when we like to try to start. Sometimes it's a little later depending on the, uh, on the, the calculations, but... That's when we like to try to get it going. We want to get you guys back on the road and get you going. We know you got people coming from everywhere. So 
that's where we're at. Hopefully I didn't go too fast, but I wanted to get that done. It's 8.15 uh, Central Time here, so got to get the kiddos to bed and get things moving. But this will be the last live feed we do. Uh, my cell number is on all the videos that we've uh, that we've released. So by all means, if there's a question or anything, give me a call. After Wednesday, my phone will be turned off. I will not be answering any phone calls. We will not be answering any emails. That means the show is rolling. So we are not going to have um, any time to, to answer any of that. So just have to show up and ask the questions if you have them, and we'll be more than happy to answer them as much as we can. Uh, there's no pets on the battleship. No pets on the battleship. Pets are allowed on the show area as long as they're leashed. And you have to clean up after them. And you have to clean up after them. The container park, David, is easy to find. It really is. Just look up Spanish Fork Container Park and it's right there. You cannot miss it. It's right across from Bass Pro Shop. Yeah, kids 12 and under are free. Just FYI, kids 12 and under are free. Uh, Jim Vaughn is working on, Alan, Jim Vaughn is working on the map of the grounds and he will be posting that relatively soon. Yes, the maximum overdrive truck will be here. Uh, he should arrive on Thursday. So, yes, he is there coming, along with the Impala from Straight Outta Compton is going to be here, um, and, and a couple others. Blankets, Mikey, blankets. Um, if you're bringing in blankets and you've got um, taco passes, we actually collect them on the ship, and we'll give you extra tickets for the blankets. You have a max of five tickets. Um, if you're not going on the ship, uh, for the pre-party and you want to still donate the blankets, the relaxed atmosphere tent, uh, you can't miss it. It'll be the second tent as you come in and you'll see their banners. Uh, they're taking the, um, they're taking it there. Sabreth asked that the blankets be rolled up. And please roll the blankets up if you don't mind. She died of her self-inflicted gunshot wound. Oh. The correction officer. Mm-hmm. The corrections officer, just that update, she did pass away. She shot herself. For all, all those that you want to know. All right, newsman Craig. <laughs> okay. That's right. Let's go. Everybody put in the comments, newsman Craig. <laughs> Anger man. Same thing. <laughs> uh, let's see. So I think we're good. I think we've got everything here. I think we're ready to roll. Um, again, I want to thank everybody in advance um, for supporting this event. Um, without you, it does not happen. Without you and the, and, the, and the sponsors and the vendors, it just does not happen. And again, we can't thank you enough um, for, for all the support that we've had throughout the years. It'll be our seventh year, and it's, uh, and it's grown uh, leaps and bounds. So again, I, I really... I really can't thank y'all enough, and I want everybody to have a great time. I also want everybody to be safe on the way down and just take it easy on the highway. Um, we want everybody to be safe. 
Uh, looks like we've got uh, a great week plan and a great weekend plan. So let's all just have a good time. Let's all have fun. Um, if you have any questions, just text. Other than that, I think we've covered just about everything that we uh, that we needed to as far as getting everybody uh, informed. Um, the Battle and Bama profile pick, that was the... Um, we did a contest, and then we also had one with um, Poppy's Patina, and he was uh, he was going to draw. So, Kevin, I'm sure that's going to happen. I don't know if he's drawn it yet. I have not talked to him. Chad, you're crazy. Just reading some things to see if I can. What happened to like all the news, the anger man, Craig and stuff? Uh, detailer for the show. So yeah, so uh, the ship will not allow us to have any detailers on site, but there will be one right outside the gate. Um, it's called Not a Problem Solutions, and he's going to be up here on Thursday, and I'm sure that we're going to be going. Uh, I'm sure he'll go and do some posting, but yeah. Uh, there will be somebody up here. We just can't have them on site. That's some crazy ass people. Okay, so trailer parking. I just wanna. I just wanna really, you know, hit hit home with that. So trailer parking. We have on the right hand side as you enter the ship. It's first come, first serve. When that's full, we have a lot at the um, host hotel, which is the Courtyard and Fairfield Inn in Spanish Fort. There's a huge lot that everybody uses. Um, you can bring your trailer there. If not, keep them at your hotel or whatever. But that's that's what I can tell you. That's where we're at right now. We, we can hold a lot of trailers, but again, it's going to get pretty busy. So if you need extra trailer spots... Host Hotel has that. Um, hold on one sec. Okay, Saturday Night Cruise in, Dave. I I've said it already, but uh, it's going to be at the Spanish Fork Container Park. Uh, right across from the Bass Pro Shop. It starts from 6 until. We have a drive-in movie going to be set up. Cars and Coffee is uh, another host of that event. Um, so we went in We went in together with those guys. But they've been great to work with. Um, so it's going to be a pretty huge turnout. So we're looking forward to seeing how that goes. If it goes well, then we're going to do it every year. Unloading trailer for, for, for rollers. Um... You know, Friday you can bring your trailers in, but they have to go immediately out. You cannot park any trailers. I repeat, you cannot park any trailers on the showgrounds, on the concrete, in spectator parking. They will be hauled off at your expense. But you, Friday you need to bring your rollers in. Not Saturday. Trailers will not be allowed in at all Saturday. Period. If you come in with a trailer, you're going to ask to keep going. The police officers know what to do, and so does my staff. You just have to keep it rolling, but you will not be allowed to turn in. 
So do not bring your trailers in on Saturday. Okay? Your rollers need to be unloaded on Friday, and your trailers need to go to trailer parking. If it's full, then bring it to the host hotel, bring it to your hotel, bring it to your house, bring it to an Airbnb, wherever you're at, but it cannot stay on spectator parking, concrete, or anywhere in that area. Okay, it will be hauled off at your expense. <laughs> they probably won't let you in because you're Batman. Bill Ditto. All right. Well, that's it. Uh, any other questions, text me or... Um, Go back through the video. Well, that's where we're at. We'll, we'll see everybody this weekend. And, uh, and again, thank you all very much. Be safe on the way in. Um, God bless. You all have a great night. All right, folks, here we are. Now, I am excited. I have been waiting, and I, I'm ready for this. You know, I, I, to have them... The, the man, the myth, the legend, Mr. Craig, I am so excited to have you on, man. How are you doing, brother? Dude, I'm doing great, man. I'm super pumped to do this. Um, I really appreciate the fact that you, uh, that you asked me to come on this and, uh, and kind of, you know, talk about where we started and, and, uh, and how we got to this point. So yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. Uh, I want to thank you. And, uh, again, let's, uh, let's, let's, let's chop it up and make it happen. Dude, you already know I'm a fan, and it's just like you're my hero. So I, I had to finally hope that you were coming on to do this. <laughs> so, yeah, we definitely. Well, <laughs> well, let me tell you, when I first met you, I was a fan instantly with the with the white truck, with the bed. I mean, I, that that your rig is a uh, is a uh, is one of a kind. So, yeah, I was I was instantly connected with you. So I like I said, man, we're we're tight and we're good to go. I, look, I appreciate it, and it's funny too because the wife is just like, you know, it must be a man thing, you know. Can you get any damn longer, you know? Type of thing with it, with it. <laughs> I can only wish. Yeah, you know, right? Like I, I told her, you, you, you've been down there. It's not all, you know, what they say. It's you know, cracked up to be down there. <laughs> I love it. I love it. So, okay, so we let's. Let's start from the beginning, you know, um, Mr. Little Teenage Craig, and, and where was he, and when when did the mini truck and bug, you know, hit him? Where, where did it all start, sir? So, you know, um, growing up, uh, when I was about 12 years old, my dad, um, my dad's always been in the custom scene on his, on you know, from the 60s, 50s, 60s, 70s, uh, and 80s, and he was into... Um, you know, street muscle cars. And then he got into vans and things like that. And, uh, 
in the when so when I was 12 uh, he opened up his own body shop and um he was always known to to have you know to do custom work and things like that well you know in the 80s is when mini trucking came about and you know mini trucking was the craze and a lot of the guys a lot of the young guys were coming to the shop and you know I was 12 so seeing all this and seeing my dad uh, involved with it whether it was building their trucks for him or you know they had a they had a local uh, truck club called LA Custom Cruisers and they would do their uh, truck club meetings at my dad's shop so once a month they would all gather up and and, and do that and I was always with my dad so um, I kind of just grew up into it and you know with the guys always looking up to them and and things like that so um, as the years progressed you know when I was 14 my dad went to uh, went to a, a auction an auto auction and um, we found or he found an 88 um, Isuzu pickup and um, that's what he bought for us to have my first vehicle well uh, when he bought it it was wrecked in the rear and you know he did some work to it and primered it and said okay well look here's the keys uh, you take the truck and uh, do your thing. So um, I always wanted a mini truck, so we instantly lowered it, and you know it was on stock wheels. And and the '80s, I don't know if you remember, but it was white hubcaps with like the directional. <laughs> yes, sir. Right. <laughs> so man, I got a set of white hubcaps on it. So I had a black truck, white hubcaps, red primer in the rear because it was wrecked, and uh, I thought I was all it. We lowered it, and you know I started driving, and um, I wrecked the truck. Boom! Uh -huh. Hit the back of a hit the back of a van, and uh, I went to tell him I wrecked the truck, and he said, "Give me the keys and park it." So he parked it, and he says uh, he gets home that night, and he says, "Look," he says, um, "I'm super pissed off at you." He says, "But we're gonna finish the truck now." So I said, "Okay." He says, "It's gonna take us six six months to a year, but it'll be nice. Just wait to see what we're gonna do with it." So brings it to the shop, and we. Um, he says, look, you're going to be with me every step of the way. So I'm going to teach you how to do this. I'm going to teach you how to do that. So we sat down and um, bought a set of ground effects for it, bought a radical top, uh, bought a Texas tail, and bought the inky uh, directional wheels for it. Remember yes. the inkies? Yes. The, okay. Yes. So we bought the inky direction. Yeah, the 15 by 8. <laughs> yes. <laughs> so he, uh, he says, okay, so we uh, – you know, we took the wheels off the truck, got it on the stands, and uh, we started molding the ground effects in, putting the uh, custom grill in, got everything molded in, and we um, molded the Texas tail in and cut the top off. And uh, he says, okay, he says, what color do you want your truck? He says, better yet, you know what, I'm not even going to take what you say. I know what we're going to do with it. <laughs> so he says, um, he says, we're going to go to the shop on Saturday and couple of the guys are going to paint the truck so go in the shop um and he says uh we're going to paint it dusty rose metallic pearl off of a chrysler i said really i said that's like a plum purple color he says yep he says and um and sterling bourgeois which is my brother from another he uh he says man let's name it raisin hell i'm like okay my dad's like that's that's pretty badass so we paint the truck and uh, we get a, a local stripe guy to come out, and he stripes it, and he paints a mural on the tailgate, and it's the California Raisins, and he calls it Raisin Hell. And, uh, man, we hit the show circuit with it. So I was 15 years old and got my first feature in Mini Trucking Magazine. And Dude. Mike <laughs> Shardis – but the cool thing is is that I met so many cool people, but I was at 
low class minis show. It was the uh, Cajun Cajun Mini Nationals in Jennings, Louisiana, where I got shot, and Mike Shardis was the one to shoot the truck. That is and I thought, awesome. <laughs> yeah, and that and that right there, man, that I had the bug really bad. So, um, you know, mini trucking was so badass back then, and nothing will compare to what it was. And I hate to say it, but that's just my feeling. Um, the you know, mini trucking back then was just. I wish I wish we could all go back. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Um, yeah, completely. It was uh it was just really cool, really cool days. It wasn't, you know, it was just about quality and, and, and just it was just badass. So anyway, so we hit the show circuit with it, and um, you know, 15 years old, going to all the shows in the South. We did uh we did a lot of shows in the South, and um. 16 we kept you know we still had the truck and then when i turned 17 that's when the isuzu amigos came out so um we ended up having a isuzu amigo at the shop and it ended up getting drug repossessed it was a, it was for a drug dealer <laughs> <laughs> you know so it ended up getting drug repossessed while it was at the shop well my dad was a seizure storage place too so it's it's stored there and um so we took Raisin Hell and we put it for sale and a guy named Chad Leday ended up buying it, but he also traded us a Mitsubishi um, with a quarter snug on it, ground effects. It was a really nice truck. So he traded us and gave us cash and he took the truck and my dad sold that truck and we built the Amigo because my dad ended up buying the Amigo on the courthouse steps. So we bought that Amigo and, uh, you know, at the time when Amigos came out, there really wasn't nothing for it. No, you know, there wasn't. There wasn't. You know, there wasn't. There wasn't ground effects. There wasn't anything custom. So everything that you did, you had to customize. So we took, we ordered a set of ground effects for it for a truck, for a pickup truck, and uh, we cut the ground effects, sectioned them, and we made a ground effects kit for this Amigo, and um, went ahead and did that customized it you know we ended up painting it um i think it was a burgundy metallic off of uh, a chevy camaro and um we called that one um it was the aladdin we called that the aladdin because that's when the aladdin was real big um so we showed that for a while it never got shot for a magazine because i ended up selling it i think within a year because i wanted to go street racing so oh. <laughs> so it's you know at 17 i sold that tr that that uh that amigo and uh i bought a mustang and started street racing um got totally sick of that and then we ended up buying a um i ended up buying a uh 94 um no, i'm sorry 95 nissan extended cab and i named uh we it was black so i went ahead and painted purple flames on it and um i named that one uh raisin mohel <laughs> nice. and so and so, you know, we go to Cajun Mini Nationals again, and Mike Shardis, oh, no, I'm sorry, um, Courtney shot that one. Uh, the the yeah, more Courtney, Raisin Hell? Yeah, Raisin Mo Hell. Courtney okay. shot that right when he started coming. No, wait, I think it was it was either Mike or Courtney. One of them did the text, and one of them did the writing. Um, don't quote me on that, but I think it was either, it was either Courtney or Mike that shot that truck but um so that got shot there and uh 
at that time, so I was 17 and 18 years old. So at that time, um, my dad had a collision center and he also opened up another one. Well, at 18, he gave me the other shop. So I ran that, I, I ran that, we showed the truck, you know, as, as time goes by. But, but what I was, I guess what I'm trying to say is somebody broke into the shop and actually, um, vandalized Raisin Mohel to a point to where it was total loss. It was, it was, they totaled it. Damn so, it man. yeah, so that was a kind of a bummer. And, um, then from there we, um, let's see, I had a, I had that one. Then I had, uh, then we built the Astro van that I have now. I still have it. So we built the Astro van cause that's when vans were coming into play. And, um, so we built that truck and, um, you know, so, so I had the van, we built the van, we customized it. We, uh, you know, that's when the graphics really started getting heavy with the cow concepts and things like that with, um, so we ended up getting a, a local guy in, um, New Orleans. His name was Cal, K-A-L. And Cal was really known to do a lot of race cars and things like that in New Orleans. So I, I called him up. I said, Hey man, I want to do graphics on this van. Can you come up and, and, and help me out? And uh, he's like, sure, I can. He says, he comes up and he laid the, gra- we, we laid the van out and then he came in and he did his magic to it. And he just inserted the graphics and made all the stone and, you know, just really put his touch to it. And uh, we brought that van out. And uh, I think we ended up debuting that van at Greenville, Mississippi. And uh, we ended up getting a shot for, for mini trucking in that one as well. Um, and that was shot by uh, by Lance. Lance Martz shot that van. Um, now, now, real quick, do you remember, I, I hear so many people talk about the Greenville show, so Greenville, Mississippi. You remember the, the name of the show? Because I, I, I... Yeah, Showfest. Showfest. Yep. yep. Oh, okay. So me so me and those guys that actually... Um, took, man, I'm glad you asked that. So Showfest was done by Rob and um, Joe Slade and... Um, all those guys uh, that were in assorted miniatures. So that was the club that put that show on. Well, Rob and Joe, believe it or not, I mean, they, they are actually a part of our staff for, uh, for our current event that we do now called battle in Bama. So a lot of the Greenville guys are, 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 we've all grown up together, man. We all used to show together and, you know, these guys, those guys were all, I mean, we, we just grew up together. So they were all mini truckers throughout the whole time, you know? So, you know, it's, it was Showfest was was the show. I mean, you couldn't beat it. That was. I don't. Did you ever go, Glenn? No. That that's that's what kills me because, uh, you know, I I hear so many people talk about it and how it was such a killer show and how so many vehicles were featured. You know, at this show and I'm I'm trying to think where the hell was I because I mean that's around the same time that we were going to Booger Bash, we were going to Nopi. Like I I don't yep. know why the hell, you know, it just, it never hit me. And I'm trying to think, you know, I, we drove to Texas heat wave one year and I'm like, I know I had to drive through Mississippi. So why have I not heard about this show? And it well, just, well, it was, I tell you, show, show fest was amazing. That was an amazing show. When it was in Greenville, Mississippi, it did not get any better. Um, that was the show to go to and everybody, I mean, it was, it was so wild because like, um, you see all the guys uh, that that 
that are big now, but they were like extensive metalworks. You know, they showed up and, and you know, you know, Bill had, you know, he just he was just starting out, you know, and then you had Hills Hot Rods. They were just starting out. And now they're big, you know. So, I mean, all all the routes, you know, crossed Greenville's path. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Man, that, so, that's killer. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. And and to have, you know, some of the guys doing it now, you know, working with you is still, you know, a, that is still another contest of, you know, that's pretty damn awesome to, to have that, man. So they're still, yeah, our, our, still in it. Our you know? friendship our friendship has never, you know, faded. And, uh, you know, Joe Slade and, and Robert and, um, you know, those guys are those guys are old school mini truck guys, man. And so it's, you know, custom is, you know, custom builds are in their heart and they're they're actually judges for for battle and bama and you know they're they're no joke i mean you go to battle and bama i mean they're, they're judging your trucks they're judging your cars you know so those guys are the real deal um so yeah that's so i guess back to the story so yeah. you know we, we we did the van um and that was around the late 90s um we did the van and then I ended up selling a van and got back into race cars again. Uh, took my stab at that for about a year and a half. And then I built a dually called dually noted. Uh, oh, and that got cool. shot. Yeah. And that got shot for um, street trucks by Courtney. Um, and also got shot by trucking too. Uh, I think from Bill Cox, if I'm not mistaken, but yeah, Courtney shot the, uh, the dually in, um, in Oklahoma at Slamboree. It was a Slamboree. It was at the Oklahoma, um, it's at the Oklahoma state campus, the, uh, Oklahoma Sooners campus. Nice. Uh, was where that, where that show was. And, uh, so that was in the early two thousands. Um, so yeah, I mean, we, we've had, you know, we, we've done quite a few builds and had definitely quite a few magazine shots. And, uh, you know, with the dually after that, I got into, um, kind of a pro pro street pro touring fade fade, uh, fad when uh when that was real hot and then um you know just uh kind of crazy how 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 it's all come around yeah dude it's it's amazing you know to hear you know how deep in the roots you are with you know the mini trucking phase and uh well the life of the mini trucker and, and it's it's cool, man, because I not knowing you know you were into it that deep, and um, to to now see well to see you and now know, you know that far back that past, I, I, it kind of all comes together now. You know, I, I kind of see, you know, step, you know, especially now with the Mazda and everything. It, it's it, man. That's just that's awesome. I mean, really, I, I'm kind of speechless right now because I'm just like, uh, so, so I could tell you, you know, the Mazda's kind of kind of kind of a trip but uh i'll tell you you know mini trucking we you know we grew up in it it'll never come out of our our blood and you know people look at us sometimes or 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 have the person well you know you guys need to grow up or this or that but you're never gonna get if you i I mean we are diehards and i'll never ever get tired of doing what we do i'll I'll never i'll never stop no it'll never i'll never stop and you know, let, let's, let's visit the Mazda. So, so the Mazda and the van were painted by the same guy. 
Nice. Okay. 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 And and the van the van came out a little bit before the Mazda, but the Mazda was owned by Ty Zito. And Ty Zito built that Mazda. Uh, we're all from Louisiana, and I've known Ty since we were 15 years old. And Ty built that Mazda and hit the scene with it and absolutely crushed the mini trucking era. I mean, that truck was just like, holy shit, in your face. Right. Yep. Um, and when I saw it at Greenville, I'll never forget, I saw that truck. I said, oh, my God, that is amazing. That's just such a badass build from, from front to back. And never would have thought that I would have been able to, to – never would have thought in a million years that, you know, 20 years down the road I'd own it. You know what I'm saying? Right. And I'll, I'll tell you the story how that all came about. But that truck was painted by the same guy as the van. Truck is he? It, it was an impeccable build. It was a. It was one of the, from what I gathered in the early '90s. I the truck was actually shot the same time, uh, in the early '90s. I mean, I'm sorry, in the um in, in mid '90s, uh, is the same time as raising Mohel, in in Louisiana. But it had a snug top on it, and it was owned by somebody different. Um, Rob Rodell did the body drop on it, and it was on Juice at that time. Um, and then Ty Zito bought it from the from that owner, and he redid it his way, which is currently it's restored to basically what it was back then um, when, when Ty owned it. And um, we just named it Take Two because it's a second, you know, it's it's a second phase like this. So, right. Right. Um, but the truck, the truck is 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 badass, and and the the story. Well, how I found it was. Um, I started hunting the truck and I, and I found out who owned it. Uh, it was a farmer in Wisconsin that had the truck. And, Are you kidding? <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm stone serious. And this is a killer story. So check this out. So I hunt the truck down. I find out who owns it. And I talked to the guy and I talked to the guy and I said, Hey, I said, look, I know the truck. I love the truck what do you want for the truck? And he hit me with this ungodly price. And I said, what are you doing with the truck? What is currently going on with the truck? He says, well, Craig, to be honest with you, it's been, it's been in the basement for 14 years. I said, really? He says, yes, it's been in the basement for 14 years. And, uh, it looks, he says, when I go down in the basement and I open the door, it's a Picasso. It's exactly what he told me. That's verbatim. He says, it's a Picasso. I said, Okay, I said, well, explain to me what you're what you mean by that. He says, just it's such an art piece that I just, it just reminds me of Picasso. I said, okay. So I talked to this guy, Glenn. Shit, you not for a year. I talked to him for a year. I said, look, finally got you know built a relationship with him. Talked to him. I said, look, man, I'm not going to give you what you want for the truck. What is your bottom dollar? He says, this number. I said, man, you're still way too high. I said, look, I said, the truck's not worth this amount of money. I said, you want this. I said, we're, we're too far off. I said, look, what I want to do with the truck is I want to restore the truck and bring it back out to its glory. I said, because the truck is such an iconic mini truck, it needs to be brought out and not sitting in your basement. He says, well, he says, that truck's going to sit here until I get that money, until I get that number. And I said, okay. So I waited five more months. I called him back. I said, hey, it's Craig again. I said, uh, <laughs> I said, look, I said, have you changed your mind yet? He says, well, Craig, he says, 
no, I haven't. I said, okay. So we talked for a little bit. Truck's still the same. So then he calls me about a month and a half later. He says, hey, Craig, he says, uh, the guy that runs my farm, because he had a dairy farm and a, and a cornfield too. He says, the guy that ran that runs my farm had just passed away. He says that my daughter's is going to put this truck on, on eBay. I said, whoa, time out. I said, no, you can't put it on eBay. I said, because, you know, once it goes on eBay, it's gone. I said, you cannot put this car on eBay. I said, what do you want for the truck? What's your bottom dollar? He says, I want this. I said, I'll be there tomorrow to pick the truck up. So I grabbed my son. My, at first, I told my wife, I said, look, I'm going to buy a truck. She says, what? You don't need a truck. I said, <laughs> yeah, right? She goes, what? I said, look, you know what I think about this truck, and I've got an opportunity to buy it. And this is his number, and I'm going to buy the truck. She says, okay. And that's the first time she's ever said okay to buy a truck. Right. Right? Uh, th- shit, that, Glenn, that's the first time she said okay to anything. Right. So, so I'm like, I'm like, okay, I'm not even going to let you get time to think. I'm leaving now. So I said, look, I'm bringing one of my kids. I go, so I'm bringing Caleb. We're going to roll. We're going to Wisconsin. So, man, we haul tail out. We get to Wisconsin. We get up there. And this is this is where shit gets funny because I get up to the guy's house. I said, man, where do you live at? He says, you see those two pine trees? I said, yeah. He says, I'm in between there. Come all the way down that road. So I get down the road. I come down this dirt road, and I make a right turn, and there's the truck sitting full of dirt, like it's full of dust all over it. Oh. And I'm going – I'm going so so in my mind, and I'm pretty sure that most people think this way. If you're going to buy a truck, or if somebody's coming to buy a vehicle from me, I'm gonna kind of clean it up a little bit. Exactly. I'm gonna kind of clean it up. I'm gonna kind of clean it up and make you know that first impression. So I pull up. I'm like, my Caleb goes, "You buying that?" I said, "Yeah, I'm buying that." <laughs> he says, "Well, I'm gonna sit in the truck and look at my iPad." I said, "Okay, well, you just hang tight. I'm gonna go check this out." So I get out of the truck. He walks outside. He's got these overalls on, no T-shirt, some work boots on. He says, what do you think, Craig? I said, well, I said, what'd you do with the wheels that were on it? He says, well, for that price, I put donuts on it. I said, whoa. I said, well, that's a problem. I said, so let me look at this thing. So so he put, he took the chrome wheels off it that were on it, which I didn't use them, but, I mean, it was still the point. And he put four spare tire donuts on it. So I'm like, holy shit. Okay. So I go up to the truck full of dirt. I open the door and it smells like a cat pissed in it uh-huh. like forever. <laughs> and I'm going, and I'm going, Oh my God. And I said, I drove all the way up for this. Cause he, you know, he's telling me how great it was and I'm going, okay. So now I'm here and I'm, you know, a thousand miles away from home and you know, it's, it's this. So I get there, I'm looking at it. I'm going, okay, well I said, I'm, I'm this far. I said, well, I said, here's how it's going to work. I said, you're going to put the chrome wheels back on it, and I'm going to give you the number that you wanted. I said, and we're going to move on. He says, well, I don't know what I did with the wheels. I said, that's bullshit. Now, we ain't going to play that game. I said, you need to find the wheels and get them back on the truck. I said, because I'm not bringing it home on donuts. I said, my wife will be super pissed off, and she'll kill me. She's going to kill me enough, but she's really going to kill me if I come home with this. So. <laughs> I'm, so man, I'm not dying over donuts. This is understanding. Right? Exactly. <laughs> so it's like two o'clock in the afternoon, Wisconsin time, and I'm going, okay. I said, so he's him hauling around. I said, look, here's how it's gonna work. And now in the meantime, 
mind you. In the meantime, he's he's him hawing around. I'm going, what, what is this guy doing? Well, he's calling another guy that was interested in the truck going, hey, this guy's here. He's willing to give me this money. Are you willing to give me more? So now he's trying to auction this thing. But the but what he didn't realize is the guy was my friend. So he's calling me going, hey, he's on my phone telling me that you're there. And, you know, and I'm going, this son of a bitch is playing me. So, <laughs> so I'm like, this, you can't make this shit up. So I'm like, I'm a thousand miles from home. He's trying to get more money from another guy. And I'm sitting right here. So I said, hey, here's how it's going to work. It's 2.15 right now. I said, at 3 o'clock, that truck and that trailer is going to be back on the highway heading south. I said, so if the wheels are on it, I'm buying it. If the wheels ain't on it, I'm freaking leaving, and I'm going. And I'll chalk it up as a damn sightseeing tour, and I'm out of here. Okay, we're going to put the wheels on it. So, man, they get the wheels on it. They got, like, two lugs holding each wheel on. I'm like, holy shit. So... I, I, I for, and then I go to start it. I don't know how to start it because it doesn't start regular because you need the toggle switch, flip here, flip there, and then it starts. I'm like, okay. So I get it on the trailer. I lock it down. I go to pay him. I get the title, and I'm back on the road. So I'm back on the road heading south, and I stop in St. Louis to spend the night, and uh, uh, I, get, I get a hold of uh, Chico, and you know Chico Shaw, and he meets me over there, and he goes, man, what the hell are you doing with this? <laughs> I'm like, well, I'm like, well, you know me, man. I got some shit. I said, so we're just going, we're going to restore it and bring it back out. He goes, man, you got some work to do here. He says, ain't too bad. He says, but it ain't too good. And I said, well, I overpaid for it if you're asking. So we'll move on. So right, <laughs> the sore so, subject. <laughs> yeah. So that's, that's how take two came about. And, um, with the help of many, many friends, uh, we got that truck back in shape. And, um, so it's back on the scene and, doing its thing and um i built it for my nine-year-old to be honest with you i wanted to get him i wanted to get him like you know my dad helped me you know my dad got me into the scene so i wanted to get him into the into the culture and and you know really learn and you know he sprayed the engine block i taught him how to do that and kind of get his hands dirty and i mean he's nine years old so he can only do so much but i got his hands dirty with that project and um the bug got him and he he enjoys it and he likes it. So that was my goal for that truck is to get him involved and, uh, and have some fun with it. Yeah. And man, it, it it's a beautiful thing. I, I love seeing, you know, bringing in the next generation on it, you know, cause it's, we just don't see it as often as we used to, you know, before it was well, like, you had no choice to be in the shop with dad, you know, and you've learned right, stuff. Right. Well, now the kids have so many options to do so many different things. And with the internet and everything like that, you find kids more, you know, they're more drifting towards that instead of actually getting a skill and getting a trade or enjoying things like we used to enjoy. So that's why I wanted to get them. I wanted to get him involved with it, um, you know, to, to really kind of show him, Hey man, this is a lot of fun or this can be a lot of fun. Um, you know, and, uh, let's, let's, let's try this. So we hit the road, um, you know, starting what a couple years ago, and we just we've been showing it every you know every once in a while, and and getting it out, and uh, you know it's been fun. It's been a great you know it's been a great time, and uh, met met so many so many more uh, amazing people just having that truck, and it's been it's been uh, quite uh, interesting on how this all come about. So, well, you know, tell, tell me this on on a side note, do you remember where in Wisconsin you you went to or like a close town it was 
you know, I, here's what I can tell you, and I don't have it with me, but I can tell you it was right past the Iowa border, the Iowa and Wisconsin border, because I uh, I remember that much. I was really close to the state line. And, and the only reason why I asked, to, to tell you just a quick story, uh, during college, uh, I had been on, so it, we went to Myrtle Beach, and for some reason, we met some chicks, and the chick that was in Myrtle Beach was from Wisconsin. So, you know, exchange numbers or talking or whatever. So me and a buddy for one year decided we were going to drive up for Thanksgiving. We were invited for Thanksgiving. She was in uh, the town was called Eau Claire, Wisconsin. And all I remember was we were driving. We got past Madison. I forget the highway, but we saw signs saying that, you know, in a certain amount of miles, you know, you cannot pick up any hitchhikers. Now, from us being from South Carolina, like, we didn't even know what the hell that meant. Like, you know, what, what right. did that mean? You know, so as we got closer, then we realized, you know, it's a prison. So, you know, you're not supposed to pick up hitchhikers. And I'm thinking, well, that's dumb. Oh, wow. Yeah, like, no, wow. duh. Like, we're not going to pick up hitchhikers. Well, you know, us being us, we decided, oh, well, shit. So we turned around because we remember stopping, you know, at the town before that. There was a party city there. So we went in there and got um, the old school jail costumes, the, the black and white striped <laughs> costumes. So we're sitting there in front of that sign taking pictures, you know, and, and people are driving past, you know, and you know how you, you take your pants and lift up your leg, you know, to kind of show leg as people driving past. That's so we're, funny. We're having fun. Well, you know, not knowing, here comes this cop and he just creeps up as we're taking pictures. We didn't even hear him pull up. It was kind of like one of those things we turn around and he's there. And he was like, you two, come here. You know, so we, we kind of walked over to him and he's like, I want you first to understand I was about to throw you both in the back of my car until I realized when I looked at your suits that you guys have, what, what, what possesses you two to do something as stupid as this? You know, so we explained to him, well, we know we're from South Carolina. We're up here visiting, you know, and he was just like, okay, look, first take those damn outfits off, get your asses back in your truck and go where you're going because th this makes no sense. And we're like, yes, officer. That's hilarious. Yeah, dude. <laughs> One of those things. Dude, that's hilarious. And my mom, I'm telling my mom the story, and she's just like, that is one time, I swear to God, all I can hear is you calling me from a jail or prison in Wisconsin for, you know, uh, identity theft or something. You know, they think you're somebody else, and you're just two idiots that are just going to visit a girl and decided to put on some, you know, costumes. <laughs> so, Dude, that's, I, that's classic. <laughs> that is classic right there. That's amazing. I just wish it was, you know, sooner you know, nowadays when we had, you know, our phones and cameras and stuff, because, man, it was a blast. I mean, people driving past and blowing horns that's and hilarious. waving. <laughs> that's good. That's good stuff right there. <laughs> but, okay, so we, we, we've gotten past the, the vehicle stage. So I want to ask what, what was your first like major show that you know that you went to that you were in awe like you know a, a show that you said you've always wanted to go to and damn it you're there and you're just in, in awe of being there. So you, are you asking when I was young or now? Uh, well, hell, we can do both. You know, uh, start okay, off so, then so, and then now. You know, when, when we were kids, you know, when when I was fifteen, I mean, we we went to. Um, there was, there was a couple shows, but you know, low class minis put a show on called the Cajun nationals in Jennings, Louisiana. And that was the show, uh, to go to. Uh, we also did one in Jackson, Mississippi. It was, um, it was at a water park. Um, and that was a good one as well. Uh, but, but low class minis was always the ones that it was always the show that you hit, um, back in the, you know, early nineties. Uh, 
uh, late eighties, early nineties. Uh, it was more early nineties. It was 91, 92, 93. Um, you know, and, and you just didn't miss that show. Um, you know, and then as, as the nineties progressed and into the late nineties, you know, you never miss Greenville. That was the one show that you always went to. Um, you just never missed it. It was, it was the show, um, that we always went to because it was such a good time and everybody was there and anybody that you wanted to connect with that you haven't seen for a long time was always at that show. You know, now there's so many shows going on to where you could see people, you know, multiple times in a year, but you know, when you went to Greenville, you saw your buddies from Texas or you saw your buddies from, you know, Kansas city, Missouri or, or, or Missouri itself or Tennessee or, you know, Mississippi, they all just kind of congregated there. So, you know, it, it was just, um, it was that show. It was also, um, Greenville was also where I was, uh, tagged in a negative camber. So, oh, okay. um, it has a lot of, it has a lot of history for me and a lot of, a lot of great stories and a lot of great friendships that's come out of that show. So, um, that was just the show that we, uh, that we always hit. Um, and, and now, um, now there's just so many shows to where we go to. It's, um, you know, you always want to, I mean, to say that there, I have a favorite show now, you know, honestly, I wish I could participate in battle in Bama because I don't, you know, I work it. So, you know, but it's like, everybody's there. It's like, I, I just want to be, I want to, I want to, you know, hang out and I can't because I'm working. So, um, you know, but, you know, LST is always a good show. Um, you know, last resort's always a good show. Um, Tennessee, um, you know, with Justin Wyatt and them guys put that, uh, East Tennessee showdown. That's a, that's a great, I love that show because it's a, it's a one day do your thing. You, you could drive home on Sunday. That's a great, that's a great show. Um, you know, I love doing C10s in the park. Um, you know, so I mean, there's, there's just so many good shows that, that I enjoy going to, um, you know, we went to, uh, down for Dennis with Daryl Poe. That's a great, I had a great, I had a blast there. I had a blast one day show, boom, in there, have a great time with a bunch of people you haven't seen in a while and then head home. Um, so there's just a lot of good, there's a lot of good events. There's a lot of good events going on. And, and, and I'm, I'm very happy to say that I met a lot of great friends uh, going to them. Right. Yeah. And yeah, I hate that I missed down for Dennis. Um, I had apologized to Daryl and Nikki for that one. I forget what we had going on that week. I think it was more just family, but I swear to God, man, this, this, my my equipment <laughs> but, okay. but but i definitely you know i said that i'm not going to miss it next year um but i i do feel that our our thing is going to be one, once a year if it's possible we're we're going to take the trek over you know midwest west coast for sure um you know obviously the uh, vegas show was killer for us uh, there is a show, and I cannot think of the name of it. Uh, Ron and I were talking about it, and I, I can't remember, but I want to say it's either in Arizona or Southern Cal. That's a that's at a um, uh, a casino that I've always wanted to go to because I, I I remember seeing pictures and it's oh casino. it's um it's uh hey hold on it's um forbidden uh, fantasy. forbidden fantasy. Yes. Yeah, forbidden. It's uh, Brian Gowden, Brian Gooden, all those guys. Yes, I that is that's kind of like my my last dream show that I want to go to. That I, you know I've, I've seen 
either in pictures or you know videos that I said that I have to go. So I think that that's my last one that I definitely want to say that I've been to. You know that that's yeah. far that's far enough. You know the other ones in Texas Listen, for sure are close, but that one I heard was badass. Listen, I had friends that that that's went there and they 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 absolutely loved it. So yeah, I don't think you can go wrong. Man, I, yeah, that that's that's a thing. You know for sure. Um, I I, I know. We definitely, you know, we have to talk about Battle Bama because I let, let me tell you first. Okay, so our first time going, you know, I, I made this big thing where I checked around town and we got our hotel, which I regret because that night we went to the actual show hotel where everyone was partying and had a just a blast over there. But um, so I said, for now on, you have to stay at the host hotel. But, you know, we had a great time, found a, a great place to eat. But the, for the first time, uh, to meet your wife was was so perfect because we pull up and, you know, it, we register. And as, as we're pulling away, your wife is like, here, hold on, hold on. And she hands us two water bottles. She's like, listen, it's hot. Hydrate. I do not want you guys passing out. You know, and it's kind of like, you know, it's kind of like, thank you. You know, almost you, you felt like family, you know, almost like mom's telling you, you know, drink some water. You know, it was going to be hot right, out right. there, you know, and it, it was even even Rochelle. She was like, you know what? I, it, even if I don't see one vehicle out here, I feel like I have to come here every year from now on. Right. That's the that's the thing. You know, we, we when we set out to do this, to do that event, um, it's kind of crazy because because uh, you know i moved here i moved to um the gulf coast in 2011 but i'm originally from louisiana and you know so when we moved here i noticed that the custom car culture was was amazing everybody had cars but there was really not much going on you have cruising the coast and you had scraping the coast and but there was nothing else in alabama you know that's all in mississippi right so so, and this is at the time to where I moved here and I was midstream of building flat broke, which is my 65, uh, Chevy carry all panel truck. And so I was in, I was in midstream of building that. And, um, I moved here, I took a job on with BMW and, um, didn't really have much time to finish it. Uh, so I was working on it here and there. And, um, my dad came down and I'm like, man, there needs to be a car show here. And he's like, where would you put one at? I said, I'm telling you the battleship, that's the place. It's right off the highway. Hotels are right around the corner and there's plenty of restaurants to feed everybody. And if they want to go downtown, they can go downtown. He's like, man, that's like, that's a killer idea. Well, not shortly after he got diagnosed with pancreatic cancer. And oh, wow. yeah. So when that took place, everything stopped because at that time in 2011, we were building flat broke to debut in 2013 at SEMA. Oh, okay. So, okay. So that was our goal. We're going to go to SEMA 2013. We're going to debut it there. Me and him kind of a father and son road trip, you know, and, and this is going to be our last build and our last hoorah. So away we go. Well, he got diagnosed and everything stopped. And, um, you know, they, they, they diagnosed him with stage four pancreatic cancer and basically said, look, you know, with chemo, you might have a year and a half. So, you know, that was the time that we spent, you know, 
kind of right. that was my time with him. You exactly. know, that was my time with him. Exactly. So I you know, when when he started taking the chemo, I just figured, you know, I'm gonna I'm gonna spend as much time as I can with him. So I said, Hey, what do you want to do? I said, you know, you got roughly a year, year and a half. I said, you know, we're realistic people. What do you want to do? He says, Man, I wanna buy a Corvette and I wanna take a road trip. So we bought a Corvette and we did a road trip and uh he lasted probably three months after our road trip and he passed away. So, um, he passed away and, um, you know, that was, that was, that was, that was a blow to me because it was, uh, me and him were like, we're not, I mean, I was not only, we were not only father and son, but we were best friends. So, um, and he taught me everything about the, about everything that I know, you know, I can, I can only attribute that to him obviously. And, um, so, you know, moving forward, I went ahead and, uh, we got really, I, I occupied my time a lot with building that truck. And, uh, so my goal was after he passed away, I went ahead and I, uh, I think we debuted it in 14, uh, at SEMA in the Exalta booth. Uh, so the Exalta, um, paint corporation, I had a booth there. And, um, so we debuted flat broke there and, um, away we go with that truck. So, you know, so anyway, so back to Bama. So, the things that we talked about prior to his passing, I went ahead and, and I was going to go through with them. So we finished the truck. I went to SEMA. After that, um, I got with another gentleman, and uh, me and him, I, I, I said, hey, look, I want to do a show, and I want you to come and do this with me. What do you think? And he said, sure. So went ahead, and me and him, you know, we planned it, got everything straight, and um, we moved forward. And in 2016 was our uh, – first annual battle in Bama and we had it in the month of March and the first annual basically rained the whole weekend. It was horrible. And, uh, <laughs> after, after that weekend, uh, me and him decided to part company because it just wasn't what me and him, I don't think we just, we didn't have the same vision and the same views. So we moved forward and, uh, I went ahead and I took it on myself and, uh, I brought, my brother, my best friend, Sterling Bourgeois, and me, Sterling, and Roslyn, and a host of others took it upon ourselves on the second year, and we knocked it out, and uh, we moved the show to May, to the first weekend of May, and the rest is history. So um, Bama's been going on. This will be our seventh year, and um, we've had some of the biggest, baddest trucks and cars, and you name it, we've had it out there. Uh, last year was well, well over 1500 registered vehicles and, uh, well this past year, I'm sorry, this past year. And, um, you know, it's, it's, it's going strong. And, uh, I think it's probably one of the, one of the shows that, that, you know, it's, it's definitely on the circuit, you know, as far, as far as people going to. So, um, and I thank everybody for, for, for the support because without you guys and, and everybody, this, this show wouldn't happen. It really wouldn't. Yeah, and it and it definitely is is one of the top ones that I tell everyone that you have to experience at least one time. You know, definitely more, but you know, definitely the one time to totally convince you. And it, it is it, it's the the quality of vehicles that you see every year, and then just the fun. Um, even the ship, I mean, the ship is fun. You know, tacos on the ship is great. Um, it, it's there's just so many things that are, you know, great about the show itself. So I, you know, dude, I, I definitely, you know, tip the hat to you and, and, you know, hope 
for the best in the future because I love the show and there with it being in you know in Mobile. Well, I'm yeah, it's in Mobile, right? Yes, sir. Yeah, yep. yeah, and and just the the history that's around there because my wife and I kind of did just a little bit of touring and and stuff like that, and then ended up like the next day in. You know, we decided to head over to New Orleans and stuff. I know it's a little bit farther, but, you know, we went out there. And, and it was just, man, just a great weekend. Well, we, it was five days for us. But, you know, it was a great time. And, and I was just telling so many people, you know, that, that was a relaxing, great time just being at that show and the atmosphere. Like, it, it is a different feeling being down there than, you know, all of our other places that we go to. And, and I enjoyed it, man. I, I love it every year. It's like a, a vacation for us. Well, thank you so much. And like I said, you know, with, with that, with Battle and Bama, I mean, there's so much more to do than just, I mean, if you guys want to, you know, if somebody wants to go tour the ship, you can spend all day in that ship, all day. You know, not only that, but you got the submarines and the planes and the hangars and everything. So, I mean, there's so much to do for kids. And that's, you know, that's another thing is I wanted to make sure that it was a kid-friendly family event to where the parents are enjoying their kids with this, too. That, because our, the younger generation is what it's all about to me. Because I've got two young boys, and, and I'm trying to make sure that they 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 understand the culture and they understand um, what what I grew up in. You know what I'm saying? Right, right. Completely, completely. So there's so much to do with that show, and that's that's another reason why we picked that area or that place, that, that venue is because, again, it's not like just going to a show. It's actually going – it's an experience. It is, definitely. Uh, a, a great experience, I tell you. I, 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 you know, it's just there's there's certain things that it's almost becoming like uh, – I told Rochelle, it's like a routine, you know, when we're heading that way. You know, there's, there's places that we've stopped off that we've loved so much. So, you know, on the way we're stopping. We, we found a little mom-and-pop place in Montgomery – and I mean, just the food that's, is unreal. That's cool. You know, that's so, what I was gonna say. The food is amazing down here. Oh yeah. Oh, so downtown, um, I forget the name of the place, but I had looked it up before we went down there. And for breakfast, it was like a brunch type of thing. And their big thing was called the cathedral. And I got the history from the lady on you know why it's called a cathedral, but it's it's just it was kind of like just potatoes. And a crab cake on top with eggs, Benedict type of man. It was just, oh my god, I it, it, I felt so bad because I'm looking at Rochelle and I'm like, listen, I know we're we're out of town and you know we're downtown. We're kind of it's kind of like an upscale type of place, but I swear to God, I just want to lick this plate, you know. And she's like, don't you dare, you know, because <laughs> it, God, it was so good. <laughs> It, it felt so bad, but it felt so good, dude, man. Like I'm telling you, it was like. And then I'm, I'm sitting there, and, and we're all done, and we're walking out, and um, I mean, the the the, the lady, uh, our waitress was just uh, awesome, you know. I mean, she's, I mean, she's actually pulled a chair and sat down next to us and was telling us the story and stuff. And so as we were leaving, you know, she's she like stopped me. She goes, "You have that look, like you want to say something," and I'm like. Is it bad that I want to order another one to go? Is is that you know? And she's just like she goes, "You're not the first one, honey. You're not the first one." And Rochelle's just That's like, good. you know, bring your chunky ass. Let's go. We got you know things to do. And I'm like, well, I'll be back in the morning, yeah, you because know, they they were only open like for brunch type of thing. But God, man, it was just it was so awesome. And and yeah, I 
I loved every bit of it. And, you know, I'm hoping that, you know, this year we're going to be bringing, you know, more people where we're kind of stick together. You know, the only little thing that we, I hate that we do is, is we all go to a show, but everyone leaves at different times and everyone does different things. And I would love for all of us to be together, you know, to be experiencing these things together so I can see everyone else's face as we're all licking that plate. Cause I mean, damn dude. Well, I was... tell you, you know, relaxed, relaxed comes pretty heavy to Bama. Yeah. Uh, there's oh, yeah. a lot of people that come from relaxed. So it's a, you know, a lot of clubs come and, and, you know, like I said, I, I just can't, I can't thank everybody enough for the support that's given to, to that event because it, you know, it, all it does is, is it just brings everybody closer together. And that's what I love about it. Yeah, dude. I, and, and before, definitely, I want to make sure that, you know, we've still, you has pre-registration has already started, correct? No. So, so the way, so the way it works is um, pre-registration starts on January 1st at 12 noon. Uh, the first 300 registered gets uh, free tacos on a battleship passes um, for them and their guests. And, um, and then from there on, we, we move forward. Now this year, we're going to do some changes. So we are going to cap the show this year. Uh, and that, and more, you know, and I'll let everybody know more down the road, but we are capping the show this year, registration wise. Okay. Uh, last, last year was, uh, was pretty big and we want to make sure that we're able to manage things a little bit better. Um, so we are going to cap the show this year. And, uh, like I said, I'll make announcements as we get more, more closer to that, to that era, you know, to that registration time. Okay. Um, okay. Not a problem. So, yeah. So, yeah. So, I mean, it's, uh, it's, it's definitely grown to where we need to do this and we feel that this is, this is the, this will actually, um, it's going to help manage. It's going to help traffic. It's going to help a lot of things that, that come through there because it is so busy. Um, so we're looking at more main, we're more, more looking at streamlining things and making it more, um, to where we're, it's not out of control. You know, not, not that it's been out of control, but we see a point to where we know our limit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Completely. You know, and, and, and I respect that, you know, some people yeah. will just be more of, you know, just bring them in, just bring them in, you know, type of thing versus yeah. actually catering to, you know, your participants. So yeah, man, we, we yeah, appreciate we're, that. We're, we're, we're definitely, we're definitely not here to herd cattle. We, we want to make sure that we got everything. <laughs> we want to make sure that everything is organized and it's safe and it's streamlined. And our big goal this year is to, our next year is to really streamline that traffic that comes in that, in that facility. Cause there's people that was waiting out there three hours in traffic trying oh. to get in. So Holy hell. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> yeah. So we want to, we want to make sure that we streamline that and we've got a pretty good idea how, how it's going to work. So um, we're looking forward to, to making those changes and, and moving forward uh, with that event. So, um, you know, and, and there's another event that we do, it's called the grand finale that happens in December in Houma, Louisiana. Um, and um, I know Houma might sound familiar to some people, but it was the area that just got hit by a hurricane. Uh, hurricane Ida went right through Houma. So um, Here, our hold, show right. Right. Hold, hold, hold on for two seconds. What I want to do is, yeah. is, um, so everyone that listens to the podcast knows that once I hit an hour, for some reason, it stops recording so it can, you know, save what we've done. I want to stop it now because we're at like 55 in, in something minutes. And let me save it real quick and then come right back because I know I want to have time to talk about that because, you know, I saw with you guys, you know, uh, getting water and getting supplies yeah, for yeah, the yeah, people. Yeah. So I want to yeah. talk about that real quick. So if, if you, you stay on, but just get, hold on for two seconds. No I'm going to stop this. And, I got and, you. and we'll go from there. So everyone, you know, this obviously we know this is our our break, 
So y'all know what to do, and we'll be right back. All right, people, second half. I hope everyone grabbed their drinks, used the bathroom. You know what the deal is. We're, we're Again, see, we're with Craig, so we don't need to, to slow it down and make it smooth, you know, like the like the latest man like we used to this this episode we're not going to get that smooth on it so just don't 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 get too smooth on me we're here we were talking um craig was introducing us to another show that they do down there that i i didn't know about so i'm i'm interested in this so you know homie continue tell us more about what what this other show is so the grand finale is something that we started in 2019 and um it, it, it was a great, it's an indoor, it kind of gives you like a world of wheels feel on the inside, but then we also have an outside too. So, um, it's a, it's an inside, it's at the home of Terrebonne Civic Center and, um, inside, outside, it has RV parking and has RV hookups. Um, you know, we had our first year in 2019, we had 500 and I think 90 registered vehicles and, you know, uh, probably three, 4,000 spectators that came through the door again, first year. So it was, it was really a hit, uh, for, for home of Louisiana. And, you know, that's our old stomping grounds. So, you know, we used to cruise the strip and cruise around and, you know, mini trucking back then, that's where we, that's where we all hung out at. So it was only right for us to go back. I call it go back home and, and put a show on. So we did in 2019, well, 20 hit and we had COVID. So, uh, we were kind of, um, out of the, out of bounds on that one. So we couldn't do it in 20, so 21, we're back, um, started promoting it about three or four months ago that we're coming back to home of Louisiana. Um, well, unfortunately, um, three weeks ago, Hurricane Ida came through Homa and pretty much wiped out a lot of South Louisiana uh, in our hometown. Fortunately, the Civic Center is okay, but a lot of people have lost a lot of stuff. So we kind of kept it you know, quiet as far as promoting it. We're at, we're at, we're on a holding pattern right now just to kind of see how everything's going to, you know, come together. But, you know, the biggest thing was for us, uh, I know that me and, you know, you spoke about it a, a while ago is, um, you know, we about like right after the hurricane, we went ahead and, and uh, we took some donations and we, we contributed and we all got together here in Alabama um, and surrounding areas. And we all went down there and we brought supplies to the people that, that lost a lot of stuff. I mean, I still know people right now that's out of electricity. It's 31 days, you know, wow. that they wow. still don't have, but they still don't have electricity. They still don't have phones. So kind of put yourself as you're listening to this, put yourself in those shoes because that's tough. And, um, we ended up bringing, um, over 300 gallons of fuel for people's generators. We brought, um, four pallets of water down there. We brought, uh, cleaning supplies, baby food, diapers, um, uh, perishable food. Um, we brought, uh, propane tanks for people's grills so they can cook. Um, we brought as much as we could, uh, with what we had in a short amount of time. And we helped roughly personally, we helped about 10 families one-on-one. -on -one, and then we were the largest donation drop at the first, uh, at the first church in Thibodeau, Louisiana. Um, and that's where the, uh, basically central quarters was where all the, all the reserves were, um, you know, ready to, they were staging themselves to go and help people. So, um, we did some good things down there for the community and, uh, we plan on going back, uh, here shortly to see what else we can do for them, uh, if they needed anything else. So, um, 
Homa got hit pretty good, but like I said, we're on a holding pattern. But this year it's going to be December um, 13th, 14th, and 15th. Uh, if it if it happens, again, we're we're still waiting. But um, it's an inside outside show. Um, great great atmosphere. It's in December, so the weather's nice, uh, especially in South Louisiana. Um, so yeah, it's a good event. It's a good event, Glenn. Yeah, and and I just definitely have to tip the cap, you know, to you guys because. Uh, it's beautiful to be able to help out, you know, your community when you can. And I've been there. We 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 experienced Hurricane Hugo back in the '80s, and I mean, I know that feeling of not having electricity, not having anything. I mean, we we were blessed for where we were. Um, it it wasn't that bad with food because my mother had she managed uh, the the area between. Charleston, Savannah, and Myrtle Beach, the Taco Bell. So we had a Taco Bell pretty much rock throw from the house. So, you know, we went there and, you know, any of the perishable meats and st- and stuff we had, we just grabbed out the freezers, you know, because we didn't have any phone signal. I mean, that, that next morning when, hur- when Hurricane was gone, I mean, just everything was quiet. Like there was no birds chirping, nothing. It was the most eeriest feeling. And so I, I, I know that, you know, I, I feel for that, you know, for the people that went through that because I know, you know, and so it, it's it's a great thing that you guys were able to bring those things to them. So, you know, I definitely, you know, it, it's it just it, it's beautiful to the fact that you guys helped and you're able to, man, because it's nowadays it just seems like people are just out for themselves and to be selfless, well, you know, for you guys to do that, man, it really it's beautiful. Think about this. Think of, you know, and everybody that's listening, think about this. We always hear about Hurricane Katrina that went through uh, South Louisiana. This storm was worse than that storm. Just so everybody gets, you know, just everybody understands that storm that just came through Hurricane Ida was worse than Hurricane Katrina. Katrina was more water and more flooding. This was straight, you know, winds. Wow. It, it was not, I mean, there's nothing left of houses. There's nothing left of I mean, people, again, they don't have anything down there. They had nothing. No water, no nothing. It was, I mean, it was bad. It was really bad. So uh, I've got videos. My brother-in-law wrote it out in Grand Isle at his camp. I've got videos. I'm just like beside myself that he's still around. Um, so it, it was it was pretty brutal. But, uh, again, Louisiana's extremely resilient. And they'll uh, they'll bounce back. And it looks like they're doing, you know, they're bouncing back pretty good now. But, again, there's a lot there's a lot of damage down there so that's that as far as the grand finale and um we've got some more things coming up in uh in 22 so if uh, if anybody that follows battle and bama and the grand finale or myself stay tuned because we've got some we got some more stuff coming at you awesome well okay so you know we can pretty much find anything with you know battle and bama on facebook and instagram correct yeah, yeah, and, and you can also go to our website at uh, www.battleandbama.net. Uh, we have a website for that. We also have a website for the grand finale at www.thegrandfinale.net. You can go check that out. And um, and if anybody has anything they ever want to ask me or talk about or anything like that, you know, I'm always on Facebook or uh, just hit me up. Awesome. I, I you know, I. Uh... Again, speechless, you know, I, I really appreciate, you know, you coming on, man, because it's just this hour has been awesome, you know, learning 
and getting to know, you know, the things about you. And, and I'm, I'm just in awe and I, and I appreciate it. You know, I really do. Cause well, it's, it's one of those things I've been wanting to talk to you, you know, for a while. I mean, we see each other at shows and we have so much fun and, and just the, you know, but I knew there was more, you know, I just hadn't had a chance to be able to get, you know, with you. And I just, when you know, from the bottom of my heart, man, I just want to thank you for coming on. Cause I think my listeners will really enjoy, you know, getting to know, you know, Craig. <laughs> Well, Glenn, I, I can tell you this, you know, from the outside looking in, we appreciate what you're doing. You know, what you're doing is you're keeping things alive and keeping things moving forward uh, on a positive note. And, um, you know, that's that's really what we all need is is, is good, positive vibes. Um, no drama, no no craziness. And uh, what you're doing with this is uh, is amazing. And I think that I, I can speak for myself and probably for a lot of other people that uh, we appreciate what you're doing. Thank you. I, I You know, that... I... That warms my heart, man, because I just want I ain't I just want the peace and, and the the love because from day one for me being in this scene, I, I can't have you know, I don't have negative things to say because everybody that I've met, that I've hung around with, that you know, it, it's just been positive and you know, I, I love that. You know, and and it's beyond, you know, where people live, you know, what race, you know, it, all of that. It's we all are here for the same thing, and it's just nothing but love, and, and I enjoy it, you know. And, and that's that's my my take on it, you know. And that's what I want to pass to everybody. And I'm I'm just having fun, man. I'm really am just talking with people we, and and laughing and enjoying ourselves, man. I'm I'm tickled to be able to do this and have so much fun. <laughs> well, you know, I mean, and, and that's what's and that's what's good is, is to laugh and to love and to do that because we we see enough and hear enough negative in our country and then on, on TV and all this, that you know, positivity is the best way to be period. Yeah, dude. Yeah. It's like, sometimes you just turn, just turn the TV off, man. Cause I, I don't I, know, I don't I know do. where, you know, where they, where they're pulling all of this stuff from. And I'm just like, that, that is not my life. You know, like everybody no. I talk to is nothing like that. You know, we are just, you know, just as happy. Hey, how you doing? Good morning. You know, there's just none of that. And, and it, man, it's crazy. Life is too short. Yeah, life it is. is too short. It's way too short. And, you know, we're not getting any younger. So, you know, God, no. I, like I, <laughs> you know, and my, and my wife hates when I say this, but I, I tell her, I said, look, baby, I live every day. Like it's my last because I'm going to go to bed and I'm happy. And, and, and just know that I'm happy because I'm going to live every day to the fullest. And if I want to build a truck or if I want to buy a truck or if I want to do this, or if I, I'm going to do it. I'm going to do it because you know what? It makes me happy and, and shit, you know, I could be gone tomorrow. So, you know, I'm, I'm going to, I'm going to live it up. I'm going to live it up. Exactly. I, I, I live by the same, the, the same feeling, even though I know that it, while I'm sleeping and I'm smiling cause I did buy that truck. I feel her eyes. I feel her eyes looking at me, hoping that I stop breathing because <laughs> I'll stop buddy, spending money. <laughs> buddy, I, I talked to you earlier. I talked to you earlier. I'm telling you. I'm telling you. It, it's going to hit the fan. I'm telling you. Uh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> it's late. <laughs> you see me at the next show. You're going to go, Craig? You're still here. How's it going? Yeah, that's right. Well, <laughs> That eye, that eye looks a little puffy, man. But uh, but I understand. Yeah. I understand. <laughs> Craig, you made it. You made it through the storm, my brother. Right. You made it through the storm. 
<laughs> oh man, it, you know, and that's that's the best thing about because I mean, it, Rochelle and I, we, I love her to death because she is just she is my equal, and the jokes and the fun that we have together, just being my best friend, man. Like I, I enjoy the the back and forth. You know, there are times that I will joke with her and she'll joke with me, and I know some people are looking like, what the hell is wrong with them, but. It is so much fun, man. I just right. it is so much fun. And to talk to other husbands when they're just like, you know, dude, you know, I, I can't wait to buy that. You know, I ain't going to tell my wife, but man, I'm going to buy that. You know, <laughs> and, and it's like, I always tell them like, dude, you're a man, aren't you? What are you worried about? She ain't going to do nothing. You make your own money. And just to see their look at me like, dude, like, really? Like, come on. Yeah. <laughs> We're all sitting there going, man, shut up. Right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah no it's it's all good man i i uh i look forward to seeing you soon man i really do yes yes and and, and craig again just just thank you i really appreciate it man and you know definitely say hello to your wife and your kids for us because you know we love them and and love you and and appreciate everything that you guys do and and definitely look to see you see you guys real soon absolutely man and look again thanks to everybody that supports battle in bama and uh I thank everybody and God bless everybody. And like I said, if you ever need anything, uh, I'm on Facebook or on Instagram, always hit me up and uh, we'll, we'll chop it up. Awesome. All right. Well, here I, I'm going to stop it, you know, but hold on. We'll talk a little bit more before, I, before yeah. I, you know, we hang up, but everyone, I appreciate you guys listening. Once again, you know, an awesome interview with an awesome fella. Um, I, I just, I'm, I'm tickled pink. So thank you. Y'all have a great night, and we will talk soon.